What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your Wrestling Week in Review Woo! for uh, January 22nd. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at the at the KF Podcast and all your social media needs. Please check us out on Facebook and YouTube under that. And uh, we do uh, Pop Culture Week in Review. You can check us out there. We do some other random stuff there as well. So please check us out. Um, and uh, we're going to... It's me, it's uh, Don. Yes. And Brock, and we're gonna talk some wrestling. Yep. And uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna do it. We're just gonna do it and get it done. We're gonna. We're gonna do it and do get it. Let's get it. it. We're gonna get. How it. are you gonna do it? Just get it. Just have it. Just do it. Have it. Symmetry. You gonna do it well? You're gonna do it great. If you're gonna do it, you gotta do it well. Yeah. True. All right. Well, let's start with the smack it down. Smackdown. Um, Ken probably didn't watch SmackDown. I know Brock maybe did. I did. I mean, we kind of knew what was going to happen here. We were—I don't think any of us really thought Adam Pearce was actually going to end up fighting um, Roman. I was hoping he would. Yeah. What's his name? Scrap Iron or something like that. Adam yeah. Pearce. Yeah. They were calling him Scrap Daddy though. Scrap Daddy or something like that. I, I don't yeah. know. Really stupid. I don't know uh, another alter ego that I didn't know about. Yeah, I just knew of Scrap Iron. He ended up, of course, not. I don't even. So it was so confusing. Like he faked a knee injury and then was like, "I get to pick uh, my replacement." He picked Kevin Owens. So it's just Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the third fucking time. You know, mm. I don't know why he didn't have Nakamura in there or something different. But I think he might win the Rumble again. Nakamura. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do that so that maybe he stays? I know his contract's up sometime this year. Maybe. From what I heard for about, you know, I heard some stuff, saw some articles about Nakamura where people were like, Nakamura should go to AEW, Nakamura should go back to Japan. Apparently Nakamura is completely fine with what he's doing. Like the schedule that he has is very easy on him. Like Like everything that's going on, like he seems to be pretty content with just doing what he's doing. He is older. A lot of people don't realize that he is in his 40s and not like a young dude anymore. I don't really think he is going to leave. He doesn't have anything to accomplish at New Japan. He's already done everything there. Yeah. yeah. And what's he going to really do at AEW? Is he the champion going into AEW and any of that? I don't see it. You know what I mean? I mean, I'd see them. I could see them putting that belt on him as soon as he shows up there. I mean, he's got huge name value. But mm-hmm. I don't think that he need, should. I don't think he needs to or should go there. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to see Nakamura there. I think he's got better opponents in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. We've already seen him fight all the guys at AEW. Yeah. Like maybe Cody. Like. Yeah. You know, that's the only person I'd maybe want to see him. Like he would probably have good matches with Hangman, but other than that, like I don't really need to see him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to have technical battles with MJF and, like, mm-hmm. you know, Darby Allen. Like, so just keep him there. Keep him in WWE. Yeah, he's doing his thing. I mean, he, he's winning now, which, you know, seems to be like they're pushing him a little bit. So, yeah, you know, it's fine. He had a good match. The big surprise of the night for me on SmackDown was that um, Daniel, uh, uh, Cesaro beat Daniel Bryan clean. Yeah. And I mean, that's, like, I think... Daniel Bryan just trying to put people over that deserve it. I think it is too, which is good. But like, yeah, it's nice to see Cesaro like doing some stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, Cesaro is another one I never understood why 
he never was escalated to a championship type thing. The guy can wrestle a paper bag and make it look good. Don, he has an accent. I know that's what everyone says that you know <laughs> McMahon doesn't like that, but you know why do you love Oscar so much then? I don't know, but they're, it looks like they're doing more with Nakamura and Bizarro. So I think they're probably going to be the feud next, and I think I'm looking forward to that. They'll have a great series of matches. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Uh, if you're watching SmackDown tonight, because it's Friday. I think what Biggie and Apollo Crews are going to fight again. Biggie needs some better opponents than Apollo Crews. Well, they're doing something with Apollo Crews, though. It always feels like they start to do stuff with Apollo Crews, then they just realize it's Apollo Crews, and then they like just kind of yeah, stop. Yeah, but it seems like they're going to add him to the little stable for, for Roman. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's been hanging out with. Roman. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. Must have not have picked up on that. Yeah. Heyman was like, you lost that match because you're trying to be Biggie's friend. You didn't see him as an opponent. You saw him as your buddy. And he was giving him this pep talk. And that was on like the, the Talking Smack show after afterward last week. Oh, okay. And then like, he was hanging out backstage in Roman's locker room. Good. Hanging out with the big dog. He was just, he was just sitting in there whenever they went in to interview him. So That's good, Roman. I think when Roman was doing negotiations with the contract, he even said, here, hang around here and watch this. You'll learn something. So mm-hmm. That's good. Roman needs some more people in that. Like, Rumors are adding a bunch of people to it. Like, Alistair Black's name has been thrown around to somebody that might join that group. And there's some guys that are not really doing anything with. I like it. I like Roman with a stable. I, I just wish they'd just bring all his family members in there. There's enough of them still wrestling. Yeah, but are they any good, though? I mean, I guess, you know. Uh, who's the kid from MLW that was their champion? Yeah, he, yeah, he's good. I can't think of his name, though. That's the other. Um, he's a Fatu, right? Yeah, he's a Fatu. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't remember his name either, but he's the young Fatu brother. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, I mean, other than the Usos and him. What, what about Manu? At? Where's he at? Rikishi in the mix. Rikishi. Remember Manu? Yeah. He was in Legacy for one episode of Raw, and then you never saw him again. <laughs> I mean, I think that they need to have the females in it, too. I think you move Nia Jax to SmackDown and have her in that. Or in that, uh, Naomi. And Naomi. Like, have Naomi, Nia Jax, uh, Tamina. You know, Naomi and Tamina are, are shoo-ins. I don't understand why they're not in that group already. First yeah. off, no one's meaner than Tamina. And then yeah. they they should really put – Naomi's perfect because what have they done with her? She's been healthy, and she's never on TV. Uh-huh. I thought she was moved to Raw, but I don't know I don't know where the hell she is. I heard exactly. rumor that they're going to put her in the Hurt Business, why? which is also good. I, uh-huh. I'd, rather, I'd rather see her with, with her family. With- yeah. yeah, with her family, yeah. Because sometimes trying to make it cave, like sometimes just do it. We all know it. We all know they're married. Just put them in there. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Make it natural. Yeah. Maybe when he's ready to return. They make it too, they overthink it. Because he's not healthy yet. You're not healthy yet. Which not. one is she married to? <laughs> she. Jay Uso, the one who's there, she's married to Jimmy Uso. Okay. 
I didn't want to. I, I didn't know which one she was married to. And I'm like, well, no one does. I mean, they look exactly alike and have yeah. similar names. I mean, <laughs> their own family confuses them. Who, who, what? You know. Well, they are identical twins. Yeah, I mean, and they are really identical. I mean, like, there's sometimes identical twins. You can kind of tell those two are. I mean, my God, it's amazing how much they look alike. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Raw. Um, Raw started with burn victim Randy Orton wearing a ridiculous inside-out luchador mask. Um, I don't know what the victim mask. weren't you paying attention? It's his burn victim mask. I mean, it was I, I don't Watt know. Cena's mask inside out. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why he was doing that. I don't know. I mean, it was so ridiculous. It was just so. And it went on for so long. So long. It was like it was, 20 minutes of him just rambling. Look, it I. Was, it was good, but if it was about 20 minutes, 25 minutes shorter, it probably yeah. would have been better. And come up with something better than that goofy mask. Like, there's not. Why I don't like think they wanted it to look like a wrestling mask. They wanted it to look like some kind of medical. It did. Yeah. <laughs> but legit looks like I'm adding the inside of a mask. Like, yeah. just put it inside out. But I like I liked the idea of it. Like, they should have done gauze. It. They should have done full on hush with it. Yeah, I would have gone hush route, like gauze wrapped around his face. That would have been cool, too. I, I like the idea of it, too. I, I mean, I think it's building up to maybe it should build up to a, a WrestleMania match between him and The Fiend again. You know, like, and make Randy so twisted and evil and dark and fiend burn. Like, it'll be good, you know, especially if there's no fans and end up doing cinematic again or something like that. But, you know, it, it, it'll be good. I mean, obviously, the fiend's going to screw him up from winning the Rumble and stuff like that. And they're going to build to something there. I don't mind it. It just was kind of, like Brock said, a little too long. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't just have photos of crickets or maggots in the ring when they wrestle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, don't, we don't want maggots in the ring. Um, <laughs> the next segment, I look. I love Lacey Evans. I think she's good and all that. But I am not into this. I'm banging Ric Flair, <laughs> and Charlotte's. I mean, the the real stupid thing about it is, so first you have Lacey show up with Ric Flair. Hooten and Holler, and for some reason they decide to come out and paint Royce's match. Uh, she's wearing Ric Flair's robe. They do a distraction, and it doesn't even make Peyton Royce win. No. <laughs> it still won. I was like, what was the point of that distraction then? It did absolutely nothing. Now you're even screwing up the distraction finish. Yeah. It was a distraction for no reason. No reason. I just don't understand this feud. I don't know why you can't have... I think Lacey Evans is good enough that you can have a strong Lacey for Charlotte feud without having to involve him sleeping with your daddy. Exactly. It's just bad. It's just bad. We talked about this last week. I mean, Lacey's a mom. Her kid's on TV. Her uh-huh. husband's about all the time. We're supposed to believe that she's in the old-ass Ric Flair. I mean, you know. Ken is. And they're not even, like, <laughs> acting like... They're banging. It's like innuendos. She's yeah. like, he's just training me and teaching me how to be the dirtiest player. And we were up all night doing it. Like, okay, you were, you were fucking, you know. And then Charlotte's promo where she went, you know, my dad tried to teach me to be the dirtiest player in the game, and I never went for it. Maybe it's time I start doing it. Like, what are you talking about? You've been heel and face more times <laughs> than the big show. Like, yeah. You beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey as a, like a dirty player and did all that. What do you mean you've never been heel? You're always heel, and then then you're a good guy for two seconds. 
sometimes they make them say stuff that I'm like, do you not watch your own show? <laughs> well, I don't. I, the writers probably didn't work there at the time, and they didn't. Have <laughs> I wish that they had a person. They should. What they need to do is hire a us. fan. Like one of us that sits in the room and just goes like, all right, don't come up with any ideas. Just nope, sit you there. Did that. Go, <laughs> You're a continuity you expert. Yeah. yeah. I'm, you can't say that. She's no, she's been evil. Don't you remember when she did that? Oh, okay, good. Thanks, Don. Okay. All right. No <laughs> you know who the person should be saying this? Fucking Charlotte Flair should be the ones like, that doesn't make any sense. I've done that already. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, that was my shtick. I was a heel for a long period of time. They, they, they don't get listened to. I mean, we've seen that story, what, on Jericho's podcast a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, you know, Luke Harper, Miro, all these guys who were like, Dean Ambrose, I went and talked to him, and then he started eating a steak and ignored me. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have we heard that story? Mm-hmm. <sighs> the Woods got beat up by Mace, and I don't really understand. Mace <laughs> is great. I love that... Um, what do they call it again? Revolution? Retribution, Retribution you dumbass. <laughs> Retribution. Just beat the shit out of Ricochet. Now they just moved on from him. Yeah. We're done. We hate the New Day. Now we're just going to go beat up the New Day. Because at WrestleMania, it's going to be Retribution versus like the New Day. Kofi will be back. And, uh... Oh, shit. Why now, Mustafa Ali, why do they enunciate Mustafa Ali now. When they make they it sound more ethnic. I guess. That's the proper way to say it. He's told you that multiple times. And you're being ignorant to his Yeah. His... They call Mustafa Ali all the time. No, it's Mustafa Ali. Get it right or pay the they price. He started calling him Ali for a while there. Yeah, he didn't have a first name for a little while. He was Prince um, Ali. Yeah, he was Prince Ali. Then Ali you... A horrible segment where I don't know what the hell Oscar was doing, but she was running around Alexa Bliss's playground acting like a fucking nut. I just don't. That, that made me mad because, like, why is Oscar now afraid? Yeah. Because yeah. no she's sense. never been afraid of anybody. She can, she's probably beaten Alexa Bliss a hundred times. Times. Yeah. They're really trying to push this fiend thing, I guess. But uh, why? Why do it at Oscar's expense? There's so many other people on there that you could do that with. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. When we I, get to that match, I have a theory. Yeah. I, 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 we'll talk about Oscar later. We'll, we'll get to that later. Uh, next, I mean, I, I don't know. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke got beat up again. I mean, it's every week you get beat up. <laughs> I don't really understand who I'm supposed to be liking in that match or what, but Baszler and Jax are obviously going to get into it at the Rumble. And, you yeah. Yeah. Writings on the wall. Um, a great match that actually happened on the Raw was uh, AJ versus Ricochet. I don't, I, I mean AJ won. I would have liked to seen Ricochet surprise him there. But how stupid are you that you don't make Ricochet wrestle like that more often mm-hmm. each week? Like this was just him and AJ doing great moves on each other, yeah. and it was good. Why do you not do that every week? Like let Ricochet win once in a while and like yeah. show his what he can do. Instead, it's just like he'll come out and get squashed by someone or do nothing. You know. Remember this time last year when he was beating everybody? Mm-hmm. He went on to fight Brock Lesnar at uh the Rumble, the Rumble and got the show. Yeah. It was at the Rumble. It was. It, it was uh, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it was in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he got 
waxed. But this is good. I mean, I, I kind of wish he would have won. That way he could get into the Rumble. But I don't understand. AJ just says, I'm in the Rumble, and he's in the Rumble. But Ricochet has to, like, prove himself. Everyone else has, I don't know what the qualification is to declare yourself for the Rumble. If you're Orton or Styles, you can just say it. But no. if you're Ricochet, you have to, like, fight your way through. Well, it just shows what level he's on. He's on Drew Gulak level. He's not on AJ Styles level. Right. And it's sad, but yeah, that's where he's at. He's an NXT champion and all this other stuff, and he's on Drew Gulak's level. Yeah, because he can't declare himself. He can't be in the Rumble now. I hope he comes out as a Prince Puma mask, and that's how he gets into the Rumble. Helios. Were you excited to see Gilberg back on TV? No. Yes, I was, and I'll tell you why. That dude just had a heart attack a month ago. Oh, yeah? Well, he looks exactly the same. He does. It was 30 years ago. And he's one of the nicest people. And, yeah, I'm fine with him being on there. Now everything around it was dumb as hell. But how many, t- like, they have, so, like, five skits that they go to in yeah. WWE. Dress up little people as uh, your your adversaries and make fun of them. Um Dress up old people as your adversaries and make fun of them. It's yeah. all just dressing up your adversary in something stupid. And making yeah. Fun. yeah. Or or you bring a clown in and say this is your life. Yeah. Mm. So it was just. And so. it's just like they, they how many times they've had to have done this two hundred times. So many, on so many. Alone. And you're supposed to sit there and actually believe that the real ones are coming out, and you yeah. like, like <laughs> oh, I wonder if this is really Drew McIntyre going to be a weird guy dressed as him. Oh ha ha! You got me. Did anyone realize who the guy that was dressed up like Drew McIntyre was? No. He's like a pretty, like he's like a, a, a '90s actor. He was the main elf in a Christmas uh, in the Santa Claus that was helping Tim Allen figure out that he was Santa Claus. Really, Bernard? Yeah, Bernard. It was Bernard the elf, and he was in a bunch of other movies and stuff. But that was Drew McIntyre. That was the guy dressed up like Drew McIntyre. It wasn't really him, though, was it? Yes, it was. I'm gonna have to watch it again. No way it was. Yes, it was. What's his name? Bernard. <laughs> David Crumholitz. Okay. So who was dressed up? Yeah, he really was. <laughs> I told you. Uh, <laughs> they flew in uh, famous yeah. actor Bernard the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's 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 funny to me the fact that Brock knew the, the elf's name from the Christmas from Santa Claus. That's so funny. We removed from Christmas. <laughs> He's been in a bunch of stuff too. Like, oh my god! It made him come in, take his shirt off, and look a mess like that. <laughs> wow, that's crazy that that's who that is. I'm going to have to make Di watch that segment because that's her all-time favorite Christmas movie and see if she recognizes him. It's Bernard the Elf. Bernard the Elf. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm stunned. I'm stunned by it. He he used to be in the Harold and Kumar video movies. He was Goldstein. 
Yeah, he was. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Is a supporting actor. And he's fucking <laughs> that, half naked, dressed up like a Drew McIntyre in WWE. He was, Do you remember him in Superbad? Yeah, what was he in Superbad? He was like, like in that room. He was like dressed like a Guido kind of. Oh his my god, yes. And he was gonna beat up the one guy unless he started singing. These eyes. He's on Raw as fake Drew McIntyre. There must not be a lot of residuals from Disney Plus. I guess. He had to come out and portray Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that he's a writer on Raw. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Acting credit is fake Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we went off on a tangent there. All right. Back on track. Bernard. Uh, Bernard. Uh, you also had a going theme on the show of, like, people breaking up. Like, the Hurt Business was wrestling. They're mad at Cedric Alexander because he's, he's, like, not getting along with him for some reason already. Jackson Riker and Elias already are having problems. Like I, I, it's like the night of problems. It's the night of people not getting along. It's so stupid. That's all I know. Wrestling right now will only write one storyline, and that's the going storyline throughout the whole episode. Yeah. AEW has this issue. WWE has this issue. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand it. Why can't they be like, all right, this is the storyline we're going with, and that's someone's going to have something different this time. Like, <laughs> it's just- so in the main event was uh, Bliss versus Oscar. Um, I saw most people were kind of split on this. I like the Alexa Bliss thing that she's doing. Um, I, I think if you're, if you're gonna have no, if it's not going to be live, you're going to have empty arenas. You might as well use as much movie magic as you can, and and stop tape and start recording again. And she's completely in a new outfit, new hair, new makeup, all that. Obviously, you can't do that in a live crowd, but you can get away with it now because that's what you're doing. And I like that she completely outfit changed and then like straight up pinned Oscar. I mean, you know, that's an account. That's that I wasn't expecting that. And um. I want to see her win the belt. I'm kind of over Oscar being champion. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not Oscar's fault that Oscar like she's a good wrestler. She's a hell of a competitor, but she can't cut promos. Like the acting goofy and screaming gets annoying to me after a while. Like she needs a manager. She needs someone who's a mouthpiece for her, who talks for her, and she should just be a badass like a Lesnar that beats people up. Because the promos with her to me are just terrible. I'm ready for a new champion. They need to do more with this raw woman's title. I think. What do you think, Brock? Well, I wish she didn't have the tag titles too. Yeah, that's. Yeah. They do that so much nowadays. I think that Alexa Bliss is actually the fiend right now. I, I think, think she's so possessing her body, and I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see Alexa Bliss fight Randy Orton at WrestleMania and then she'll transform midway through the match into the fiend. So the fiend is in her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not Barry currently Wyatt's in it Barry Wyatt's Wyatt burned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that, that's interesting. I actually wouldn't be surprised if and, and this is some comic book shit, is that Randy Orton's now the fiend. Ah. Because he keeps like getting more evil, and he's wearing a mat. Like, yeah, you're gonna see him turn into the, you know, 
Yeah. And you get like house, you all of a sudden house shit, like uh fun house Bray Wyatt comes out. He's like, Oh, he's in you now. Like he's in like, but I don't know if Bray Wyatt or if Randy Orton would stay the feet. You know, that's kind of something I don't think he'd be. A, yeah. Cause they dropped Bray Wyatt from the fiend again recently. Yeah. They're two separate. So they're treating it like a separate. Yeah. They're treating it like another <laughs> character again, which they yeah. should have always done. Yeah. It's yeah. so stupid when they added Bray Wyatt to it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like the whole you have a sort of fiend powers and she was like impervious to pain and knocking people in, you know. Mm-hmm. Get it. I thought that part was I thought that was good. I li- yeah. I liked it. I want to see her sort of give her a run with it. Alexa's good. I think Alexa's she good. Is. She's yeah. able to do anything they've given her. So. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I'm just kind of over the whole. She's even good as the manager of stupid Blake and Murphy. And yeah. That's, that's saying something. They're the greatest tag team of all time. Those were some really good um, ring entrances back in those days. <laughs> uh, Alexa. She's great. Um, so let's jump over to NXT. Um, another round of the Dusty Rhodes classic. Um, Kushida and Ruff versus Theory and Gargano. And uh, Kushida won, pinned Gargano. I, again, it was surprising to me, but it was good. I like Kushida. He was rocking and rolling in this match. Kushida's I thought that Gargano and Theory were going to win that whole thing. Yeah, upset. They would have been my pick, yeah. I'm surprised what they do with Kushida. They push him to the moon, but they won't have him anywhere near a belt. And I know his contract's also up this year, but it's like I'd like to see him maybe win at the the takeover before yeah. Mania, maybe win the belt, something. But I mean, the guy belt. is so fluid in the ring. Oh, it's so good. It, it's just like it's like walking for him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he does things from like a seated position, like a like a hold. Right into like a standing moon salt, and it's like, or like a standing drop kick, and it's like so yep. fluid. It didn't look like he, oh, he had to struggle to get up, and then it's just like he bounces up, like he has springs in him. You know, he's so quick. He's really good. So, yeah, I was surprised they won. I, th- I thought that was cool. Um, Carrion Cross kicked the shit out of some dude. Again, he's just kind of establishing his dominance as he's probably going to eventually be back in the title picture, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah. I like Scarlet's, Scarlet's Venom head, headdress. Yeah, that was neat. They're just trying to get him back in ring shape by having him just do these things and get used to it again and, you know, before he's up there again. Um, again, in this in this Dusty Rhodes thing, more upsets because I never thought Imperium was going to lose to the Lucha House Party. Oh, I didn't know. That. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I, I was well, stunned I by think, that. And then they're setting up something with them and. Uh, oh, Hero Day of Tasma or whatever. So I think they're going to be there for a while. Yeah. Which is good because they don't do anything with them on Raw. No, they were good. And they won. And then afterwards, Imperium sort of walking away to feed them. And that Alexander Wolf showed up and like made them like get in line again. So. You know, doing something there. NXT flows really well. They have a lot of good little stories they're building off of, setting up some new feuds. You know, it's it just it just baffles me that like Raw and SmackDown can't follow the same format. Like, well, Vince McMahon's in the way is what the problem is. I don't know how anyone can't go talk to him and be like, 
See? <laughs> it's on Wednesdays. Go, do, go do it. And then uh, the main event, you had. Um... Oh wait, we're not at that part yet. We're what? at it now. You said it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I. I no. Then, then yeah. you had um, the women's. They expanded the women's to um, eight teams instead of the four like last week. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we had the upset here with uh, Carter and Kat, Kat Tanzaro beating Storm and Martinez. Did you see that finishing move that Kat Yeah. <laughs> what do you even call that? Did you think she almost killed herself when she did that move there? Seems okay. Seemed like she landed it. She landed it, but, like, in front of the person. Like, I think she put too many rotations in. I think she was <laughs> one rotation off. I mean, she flipped about 100 times, you know, because she weighs 75 pounds soaking wet. And Ricochet used to do that. Yeah, that's, like, her boyfriend teaching her. Oops, that's but, uh, rotations. It was good. I mean, I was glad that it was a decent match. It was another upset surprise, you know. This tournament seems to not follow the the trends or the molds, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if that team ended up winning it. I wouldn't be surprised either. Give them a little push. There, there's those two that you, they were just trying to find something for both of them, I think. And I think this might just be what them. And if they win it, they need to get a shot at the women's tag belts and win. Exactly. Yeah. Make it like that. Their journey is worth something. Yeah, yeah, you get the trophy and all that, but then you get those belts, and you be, they don't need to be on Charlotte and Oscar. No, like, because there's actually women's tag teams in NXT. Yeah, yeah. That, on NXT where they'll actually be competed for. Exactly. Yeah. Put those belts on NXT. Great. Um. I didn't I think I even remember that there was a Bronson Reed match on here versus Tyler Rust. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a real barn burner. Yeah. Isn't uh, that Malcolm Bivens' new guy? Yeah. He's his new guy. Because he lost. What happened to the two big Indian guys that he had? I don't know. Back whenever the Indian show is on here in a couple weeks. Yeah, they'll be back. Well, that guy they were mad of because in the summer he spoiled the ending. Oh, yeah. Keith Lee. Lee and, uh,. Is that the million dollar arm guy or the other one? It was the million dollar arm guy. <laughs> he like put it on his Instagram, and they're like, "Oh, that doesn't air until next week, you idiot." <laughs> Whoops. That's pretty. That pretty funny. Um, and then you had the main event. You had uh, they had the return of the NXT fight pit. I like the NXT fight pit. And uh, these two beat the shit out of each other, Champa and Thatcher. I thought it was pretty good. It was different. I, I like the Thatcher got. I like the way he uh, submitted Champa. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if you saw it, Ken, but he put Champa's leg through the cage, and then grabbed like his other leg and like squeezed the two together and like clamped his hands. And, like, Champa had, like, nowhere to go. He was, like, caught in a cage. And the other leg was caught there, and he was just sitting there holding it until Champa tapped. Huh. Yeah. It was and good. Champa, like, fell to the corner, had his head down, and Thatcher, like, sat in front of him. And they kind of just stared at each other. I don't know if they, like, there was respect after or what were they were doing there. But Champa's greatness. I think Champa's, Champa's like another D- Daniel Bryant. Like, he's just getting guys over. You know, uh-huh. that's like his whole role. Like, 
having great matches with people to let them like get wins and, and have feuds. And, you know, I know he's a guy that never wants to go to the main roster. <laughs> he has said that a million times. Why would and, you want to go to the main roster? Yeah, seriously. Perfectly happy being in NXT. There's no money to be made right now off of houses or anything. So yeah, even if they still do that anymore anyways with the network and everything. It's like, yeah, I'd like to see him actually join Gargano's group. Yeah. The way. The way. Well, they they were back together again whenever he got hurt, whichever yeah. one of them got hurt. Yeah. And then they, they came back and Johnny turned heel. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he will because maybe after this match he's defeated, he lost his way. Yeah. Maybe he needs to find himself. Thatcher was good, though. That was a good win for Thatcher. They made him look like a like a bad dude. I mean, he is a bad dude. He fucking really could hurt somebody if he want if he wanted to with some of those holds that he does. All right, let's go across the aisle to Dynamite. Um, the ratings last night: Dynamite drew Dynamite eight fifty four to NXT six sixty. So NXT up a little bit from last week, but having a hard time trying to get past that seven hundred mark. Last week, uh, Dynamite was up a little bit. It was uh, they were up forty two thousand viewers, and uh, NXT was up a little bit as well too. So both of them were up a little bit more. There's uh, a lot of stuff going on in the world. In yeah, the last couple of weeks too. So true. Um, so let's go to Dynamite. Um, we started Dynamite, and I wanted to talk about this a little bit. We started with the birthday celebration for. Uh, you know, negative one, Brody Lee Jr. Um, I just think it's wonderful what Dyna, what AEW and Tony Khan is doing for this kid. I mean, I can't imagine what the kid's going through at eight years old. You lose your, to lose your dad, or especially around the holidays and everything he's been through, and it's his birthday now. Uh-huh. And in, like, they could easily have done one night of this and been like, okay, here's your thing. Send the family home. But, like, I think it just really speaks volumes to the kind of guy that Tony Khan is. That, like, right. you're going to kick off your main show with this kid again. Like, Vince McMahon would never do that. He'd be like, all right, we did the birthday thing. It's it's over. Like, we put it on the network. Like, no, 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 no. you got to go with story. Like, they're, they're even throwing story to the side to, like – do this thing for this kid. And I just think it's commendable. I think it's just shows you what a good company they probably are to work for and what a good guy really, he really is, Tony. He's under contract too. Yeah. Yeah. The kid. It, it was just really good. It was, you know, it was, you know, it was special. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really seen anybody in the internet complaining about it, which surprises me because there's a lot of shit. People yeah, we'll see there. how long. And if they keep doing it, I guarantee you though. Yeah, I like at the end though, like he was throwing the papers at him. He's like, "My birthday was three days ago, you idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> Yelling at him, you know. The Dark Order is a comedy group now. Let's face it, you know. Uh-huh. Uh But um, I like the beginning. I like the way they were going to like, you know, they were getting into it. I I don't like Luther at all. I think he's horrible. But like, he needed some people, some jobbers to beat up, and uh. Yeah, I love Hangman. So like the whole Hangman entrance, he came running in and dove on all of them. I thought that was cool. And uh, yeah, it was good, good, good match. What did you guys think of it? It was good. I, I think it was the best. 
he is. Took a nasty, stiff uh, uh, kendo stick shot right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I the match. I liked everything about the match except for the actual match. I like the match was a little clustery at times. Yeah. And I feel like uh, you know we kind of talked about this at one time. Don was all of AEW felt off to me. Like every yeah. like either moves felt off or like commentating the commentary felt off like and that's the whole show is plagued with this and this match was no exception yeah yeah i i mean like i said i there's i always think hangman does a good job and but like there was a lot of like it just seemed like the whole night there was like the announcers didn't know what to say or there was like a miscue or they're like We'll be back, and then like nothing happens. Yeah, and then, yeah, I noticed that a lot. Uh, and then like we're going picture in picture. Yeah, and then they don't. And then like a spot a wrestler misses, and like they look confused in a ring. I'm like, what's going on there? Do they just like don't know how to plan a wrestling show at this point? You know, it was it was odd. Um, I liked that Hangman didn't join. Because I think like he's still on this journey of what he needs to do. I, I don't know if I want him in the Dark Order or not. You know what I mean? No, because he's got to save the Bucks from uh, Gallows and Anderson and Kenny. I like Hank Man as like the lone wolf kind of guy. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, I but you know I liked that he didn't join, but I also liked that they had Pyro, like all those all that shit when he when because he, they thought he was good. Like no no no, cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Fireworks going off and everything running. He said no. They're like, and he said yes. Was <laughs> on the screen. And almost that John Silver guy's like, he's like in love with Hangman, you know? And it's, that's what's funny. Like, those guys are showing their charisma right now, and it's and showing how charismatic they are, and I think it's great. Yeah. I really enjoy it. They just don't fit well in a dark cult. Like, they're entertaining, being funny and all that. It just kind of takes away from we're a dark, evil cult. Like, no, you guys seem great to hang out with. Like, <laughs> fun time, a bunch of fun guys to be around, you know? Well, that's what a cult's got to be like, because it wouldn't get any members if it was all weird culty. you got to have some fun-loving guys to recruit people. I don't know. I, 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 I want, I, after this is kind of over... I like the initial Dark Order, and it was just the two of those guys, and they used to do the minions and the throne, and it was it was different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I hope they kind of get back into like, because I feel like Stu Grayson and that other and like, you know, nothing anymore. Like they're they're not even the main tag team for the Dark Order that wrestles. It's it's always yeah. the other guys. Like I feel like they're just kind of lost in the shuffle. The Silvers and Reynolds, yeah. Um, then John Moxley went in a time machine and fought like some wrestler from the eighties. Dude, <laughs> that guy looked like Hercules Fernandez. He was huge. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't handle John Moxley. I just can't. I, I, I don't. One, I think he looks out of shape. I don't think he looks like he's uh, the announcer. Like JR must have said like, oh, Moxley's in tremendous shape. I'm like, he doesn't look in like in tremendous shape to me. He, he looked, got hit in the head with a microphone a few weeks ago. He got hit in the head with a microphone. Like I, I don't know. The whole like coming from the crowd and I'm just great. It just I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't enjoy Moxley matches at all. I don't know. The dude looked cold. I'll, I'll say this again. I've never been a fan of John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Never been a fan. Um. 
next we had Private Party and, and Matt Hardy versus Top Flight and Matt Saddle. Now, I didn't... Have you been watching Impact at all, Ken? No, I haven't had a chance to. Um, work's been busy, but I guess they beat the Motor City Machine Guns on Impact this week, and they're now the number one contenders for the Impact title. But wait, they didn't beat the Motor City Machine Guns. They beat Alex Shelley and Lance Storm. <laughs> wait a minute, Lance Storm? James Storm, sorry. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, Lance Storm, I'd rather watch Lance Storm wrestle. Yeah, because I, th- I thought they were going to say the Motor City Machine Guns, but they fought Alex Shelley and James Storm. I was like, where did James Storm come from again? <laughs> and, and now they're the number one contenders for the Impact Belts by beating some makeshift tag team. All of a sudden, you're the, like... Hey, he's, he's from the legendary Storm Wrestling family. Yeah. yeah. James he Storm. Mickey James. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so private parties, which I, I don't know, it's strange to me that they're going to go after Anderson and Gallows when they just had like a hill turn last night. Like, is it doesn't fit for me? The bad guys are going to fight bad guys. I liked it the hill turn. I liked the way they did it. I thought that was good. Like, I think private party works way better as a hill group than a than a good guy group. You know, the whole angle of being cocky. Way better. Like, as soon as they started acting bad, I was like, oh, I like these guys so much more now in this, like, role that they're in. You know, they're kind of, like, drinking the Matt Hardy Kool-Aid or whatever. Well, it makes it even so much better that they're a private party because, like, yeah. they're good guys. Everyone was invited to the private party. I'm like, right. no, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it definitely works for them. So we'll see what they do with them. Uh, but that was that was better. Poor Matt Seidel. <laughs> top flight. I this is another match that seemed like it was just like a step off and it could have been so much better. Also, I think Matt old ass Matt Hardy with being involved in it really screwed it up. They needed to just have private pri- private party versus top flight would have been a great match. Just that tag. I didn't need all that other bullshit. Yeah. Then you had I mean, there's a lot of backstage stuff going on. So you had segments where I'm trying to remember all of them like. You had one with the inner circle where, like, MJF came in and was, like, shit-talking Jericho. And, like, uh, Sammy got mad and got in his face. But then he, like, fist-bumped everybody. That was one of them. Um, you had the Bucks go to Kenny Omega's house, but Kenny Omega <laughs> wasn't there. There's some really awkward photo or painting of him and Don Callis and muscle, uh, <laughs> all muscly on the wall. And then they beat up. Apparently they beat up then Don Callis, or he's pretending that he got beat up. I mean, it looked like they were going to beat him up. The camera went off there. I don't. I didn't really know what was going on there. Um, that segment was so goofy to me. Like there was so much overacting in that. Like, like they're like, oh, we're at Kenny's house. Oh yeah, maybe he's in here. Oh wait, no one's in this room. Hey Kenny, where you at? Oh yeah. I was like, why are you like? Is that how you walk in people's house? Like I come to your house, I'm like, where's Kenny at? Hey Kenny. <laughs> Where's Ken? Is he in the living room? No, not in here. Where's he at, Mindy? Oh, Ken's in the other room. There's Ken. He'd be like, "Why the fuck are you talking like that?" He'd be like, "Ken, you here? Hey, Ken, are you here?" Like, it was so overacting and goofy. I don't know. What do you guys think of it? I, I thought it was goofy too, and like, I just this whole and I'll say it again. This whole episode just seemed off like yeah. it just did not seem like a good. It was this was probably one of my least favorite AEW shows to watch. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and and as I've been called as an AEW sympathizer <laughs> on this, this podcast, uh, you know, 
Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and I agree with you. It was a lot of a lot of weirdness. I, I like that everyone hates Alex Marvez. <laughs> Marvez, what are you doing here? Get out of here, you idiot! I just mean that guy. My my favorite line of the night is when Marvez sees Kenny Omega at the at the, at the arena, and he goes, "Why well, is it your house?" And he goes, "Ooh, what were you doing in my house?" You <laughs> purple shirt and everything strange um so where do you think that leads is this going to be like a box first uh good brothers feud yes i think it's good then hangman's got to help him out they're totally set up that way it's going to be bucks versus uh kenny and uh the good brothers and they're going to need some help and it's going to be hangman Next week or, they're partners, or it's going to be, or it could be Marty. Yeah, maybe Marty. I don't know. I, to me, it makes more sense to do Hangman, since seeing how that like him and Kenny just feuded. You I, know, I agree. I agree. But the, I'm just throwing that. There's always a chance it could be. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, you know, Marty, because because here's the thing. We've been watching well, AEW. Co- you can also do Cody, too, because then yeah. it's a battle of all the VPs, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, AEW, we think, is supposed to be doing one thing, and it, it does, they do swerve sometimes. Yeah. They don't always, you know, go with what you think. There could also be the big swerve, like, they bring, like, Cody or Hangman does help them, and then the Bucks are really with Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, they're really with me. Bullet Club shows up. Well, yeah. Or they bring Tom Tonga or, uh, you know, or Tonga Lola. Yep. Then they formed the Ministry of Darkness. <laughs> so next we had Penelope Ford versus Layla Hirsch. Um, that was This is more matches to just look like, I don't know what they were doing. Just kind of off. Um, I just- I just watched it to see Chuck Taylor in a suit. I mean, Charles Taylor. <laughs> uh, Taylor I, I don't know. I, I, the Butler thing was a little goofy last night. It, it was just like. I'm glad it's only for two weeks. Yeah. I'm glad they announced the weddings in two weeks. I'm like, thank yeah. God. We don't, thank God. Have to, we don't have to do two episodes, two more episodes of this nonsense. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's another one that they do way too much in wrestling. If you lose this match, you'll be my servant for whatever. However long I want. Hey, Brock, you're now my servant. Tell Don you're my best friend now. <laughs> now, Don, be, be sad when you say it, when he says it. Yeah. He's my best friend now. Oh. Justin's my best friend now. <laughs> um, I skipped over Cody versus Peter Avalon, another match with a very weird ending. I don't know what was going on in the ending of that match either. That was strange. The whole, the whole he didn't thing. want to get hit in the face. Yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty Peter. He's pretty, pretty Peter. Peter. Um, <laughs> Jay Cargill is so terrible to me. I'm so tired of her already. It's too much for someone this green to be thrown into this big of a situation. Yeah. Like, I get that she's this big fitness model and, like, has a ton of Instagram followers or whatever. But, yeah. like, it's 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 a lot to be on, I think, on her shoulders to get this segment of Cody versus Shaq. All these things that shouldn't be involved in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she'd be great in a lot of different roles, but it's... Too she can cool. talk well. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like she thinks she can talk well. Like, she has confidence to go out there and say stuff, 
but it doesn't always come out all great. You know, like... Walking into professional wrestling. Well, that's because, <laughs> like you said, she's very green. She seems like... Now, you look at her, it's like... She's obviously got the physical form for this sport. I mean, you know, she's a she's a, a beast. I mean, she's going to get over in that way. She has confidence. She She's good to go out there and talk and all that. She, like you said, she's just very green to be put until all of a sudden. And you don't understand. I don't understand why she gives a fuck about this. I don't like, either. I have no idea. Like, like yeah. I understand Brandy. That's her man. But, like, is this Shaq's girlfriend? No, he's married. Like... Well, she played basketball once, so Shaq likes her. Like, I don't understand why you're involved in this. Like, I was at Shaq's house, and he does, doesn't like you. Well, why didn't Shaq just call me and tell me that? Or why didn't he up on here himself? Like, I don't know why Shaq needs this this girl. This is his scarlet. He's carrying cross all of a sudden. Yeah. Shaq yeah, versus Cody. Too. I mean, just, I don't know. It's bad. It is bad. You should feel bad. Um, then you had the main event, the inner circle tag team thing. Um, if I didn't think listening to Jericho's music was annoying enough, but now they had MJF's music peppered in through it. <laughs> like, I was like, what is going on here? Like, they merged their themes already. They're an like, official tag team now. Yeah. yeah. They have an entrance and everything. You had a lot of shenanigans in this. What did you think about this, Brock? The wrong team won. It should have been proud and powerful. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they're just... I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I don't think they do either. It's whatever Jericho feels like doing that day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got a little too much creative control. He does. It's all it's all around him. He likes to be the center of all that. Uh-huh. Now now they're going to be the tag team. They're going to wrestle. Uh, I mean, we you and Ken and I talked before the podcast off air, but he did that moonsault. It was horrible. I mean, he needs Ken had a good point. He needs to change his wrestling style to meet a fifty year old wrestler and not he's not twenty yeah. year old Jericho. Right. You know, Chris Jericho is an amazing wrestler. He used to do a lot of amazing things, but you're old now. I mean, obviously he's in fantastic shape for a 50-year-old guy, but he looks winded, tired, and out of shape when he's in the ring with Sammy Guevara, MJF, and these young 20-year-old dudes. Uh-huh. It just shows, you know. It's different him wrestling Matt Hardy or something like that, but when he's in there, that that it's like, oh, dude, mm-hmm. come on, put these other guys over instead. Yep, agreed. I still think Sammy Guevara is in on it and is like in on it with MJF. I think so too. I hope those are the two that go away and if are like spin out of the inner circle and maybe proud and powerful's with them. Yeah, proud and uh, powerful spin out too. They're too damn good to be stuck in this shit. Yep. Yeah, agreed. I mean they've been stuck in the inner circle now for over a year. They haven't done anything. No. Yeah. They've beat people up and had one feud with uh the best friends. And that was really it. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had a match of the year candidate with them. Yeah. yeah. And then they don't don't do anything else with them after that. When was the last time they had a match on AEW other than last night? It was Dynamite. It was the uh, parking lot brawl. Yeah. And that was what six months ago. Yep. It was a while ago. I mean, they just been standing around doing. 
I mean, I don't know. There, it's it's weird to me on this show sometimes that the same people have a match. Like uh-huh. Jerry gets a match every week, but then there's like people on here that like you haven't seen do anything. Like, but I guess I can understand Jericho getting a match because of how big of a star he is. I mean, he is one of your top, like, yeah, three stars in AEW. But yeah, I, I would like to see some other people wrestle. Yeah, like Cody wrestles almost every week. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. So some of the things we skip, I skipped over. Um. There was a, another terrible sting, and Darby Allen. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Sting publicly congratulates him for <laughs> Comes out again to publicly congratulate him, say, "Yay, we're on the same team!" And then, and then the, now Taz appeared. Now they appear on the big screen. They don't want to come out because they're afraid and say, <laughs> "We're from the streets. We should have a street fight." And then they just go, "Yeah," and then that's it. No, like, well, you know, when's that happening? Is that scheduled? And yeah. this is. Then it's just over. I mean, that was, you know, I, it's, How just, dumb. Uh, it's just so dumb. I, and I mean, like you said, Ken, this is like one of the badder episodes of of AEW. And I saw a lot of people say that. So I had to go out there and see what Simon Miller thought about this episode. What do you think his rating was? Um, did, did he give it two downs? One, one down, seven to one. Oh, my God. But the Sting segment, he said... Well, this is getting a little old, but let's see how it plays out. We'll either give it an up or a down. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this has been six weeks going on. This is a down. And then he's like, there's so many backstage segments. It was taking me out of it. But, you know, we don't we don't score those. I'm like, no, yes, you do. Like, You're on three now. You can give it three. Well, to his defense, he did the same thing for because I was watching Raw. And he did it for something on Raw and SmackDown. He he's yeah. been pausing ups and downs. He's waiting for stuff to, to, to come, you know. Yeah. There was another backstage segment that I, I can't remember what it is. Oh, it was um Jungle Boy confronting um FTR and him and uh one of those guys one of I forget what their names are. Dax Hardwood or whatever they're gonna JR Dick. called him Dax the Axe. He gave him a new nickname. <laughs> And Jungle Boy's like, here, I'm going to shake your hand. We're going to have a match. I like how they were like, I just want to fight you, no one else around. And they were like, okay, I'll do that. I'll come fight you. And then Luchasaurus is like, but I'm going to be ringside. Like, did you not just hear what they said 10 (laughs) seconds ago? They said no one else around, just one-on-one those two. And then you big, goofy, idiot dinosaur, now you're going to be out there at ringside. Yeah, and you know what? That's the only thing that I I think that could be a good match. I think think it could be too, yeah. I didn't either a realize how small the revival was, or b how big Jungle Boy, a tall Jungle Boy was. Compared to them, yeah, he's a lot taller. I think Jungle Boy should break out on his own and be a singles competitor. Yeah. Well, it's because of his music. You think that he's ready to? I understand. I like the music, but I think Jungle Boy <laughs> has enough charisma and like enough that you can push him in that TNT championship realm yeah. fighting orange Cassidy and Darby Allen and guy, Sammy Guevara. These are all good guys. He can have good matches with. I think the other two just kind of, I, I don't know. I'm over Marco stunt and Luchasaurus. It's just, of course you are. You've never been, you've never been on top of Marco. What, what, what is good about Marco stunt though? Honestly, do you ever think he's going to actually win a match? <laughs> 
Here's the thing. You, you put me in these positions to make me try to like to make a positive about them. I don't. I don't think he's ever going to win a match. I don't think that's his job to win a match. And I don't think Hornswoggle was there to win a match. Yeah. But he was fucking. He wrestled sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, comedy. You know, I don't know. I see no sit there. Out of Lucha, uh, out of Luchasaurus either. He's a big guy. I think he should drop the whole dinosaur thing and just be a wrestler and come up with a new gimmick. I, I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. I don't know. Do you like guys like it? Do you like Luchasaurus? I don't mind Luchasaurus. I I'm not a huge fan of Marco Stunt. I don't like Marco Stunt. I like Jungle Boy a lot. I do. I like Jungle Boy a lot too. When they and first it, started AEW, it seemed like he was going to be a top singles guy. Yeah, he did well in the Casino Battle Royals and yeah. all that stuff. He was there at the end, and he was the one who came out and beat up MJF whenever. Uh, yeah. There, Bret Hart was introducing the title and everything. Like it seemed like they were really going to push him as a singles guy, but. I really think they should. I mean, I think, I think he has a lot of the tools that like people look for. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a good backstory. Ladies love him. He's a good-looking kid. You know. I don't know. Luchasaurus. So yeah, that was that was dynamite. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was odd. It was an awkward night. Which you know everyone does once in a while. Two fifty-two shows a week, you're bound to shit out a couple of them. You know. Yep. But we'll see where they go with some of the stuff. Uh, what do what do they got going on for next week? They have uh, uh two weeks is the beach thing. That's where the wedding is. Yeah, um, that's where Bucks and the Good Brothers are teaming together against. They are doing a women's a women's tournament, right? Yeah, but there's no information on when or who's in it. Okay. I heard they were like it was maybe going to be like pulling wrestlers from all around the world to be in it. I. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I they showed like just an image of the American flag and the, you know, Japan flag, but I don't know if that's really going to be it, you know. It seemed very preliminary, but they need to do something. And if the end of that isn't Brick ba- Britt Baker winning the title, then I don't really care about it to be honest with you. Yeah, she needs to have that belt. They need to put her for it. She's the best one they got. It's a shame Statlander's still hurt cuz she was decent. Yeah. yeah, she's not gonna be back till like July, I think. Yeah, June, July. Yeah, they're getting some better ones now. Thunder Rose is pretty good. Serena Deeb's good. You know, they're they're getting some people on there. Yeah. Yeah. So they got some stuff coming up. Um, I don't know. Who do you think? Um, how long do you see Kenny Omega holding this title? Till crowds come back later this year. Do you think he should win the Impact title also and have both belts? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree, too. Because the Moose has that TNA belt, and they've been treating it more and more like a world championship. You could yeah. have him even – and I really think of that match with the young or with uh, the Good Brothers and uh, Kenny. They made Moose really look like a beast. and they I almost feel like they made Moose the bigger star out of the three Impact uh, wrestlers. And, um, uh, and I think, yeah, and I think that – I think Kenny could lose – Kenny can win the belt, the Impact belt, and then walk around with it. But then Moose can chase him, and he can be scared of Moose. And it could be interesting. Okay. 
It's good. Yeah, I know. It's because I said it. That's how I know it's good. All right. <laughs> what a jerk. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's right. about it. That was your uh, week in wrestling. All good. Yep. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Um, and uh, have a great evening. Later. Later. <laughs>